Well, hello everyone. Doing another one of my little therapy sessions, and this one, this one really means a lot to me. It may not mean a lot to anybody else out there, other than family and some friends. But uh, my grandmother, bless her heart, ninety-six years old. She's lived the last few years with a form of dementia. Granted, she lived a long life. She did a lot of great things in her life. She took on a lot of burdens. And she finally passed. And I know. And I've, I've heard everything. It sounds so cliche. But I can't be selfish. I have to let her go. She's not suffering anymore. I mean, she was on hospice. She was getting pumped full of drugs, didn't know anything, basically, not where she was at and who most people were. But it still doesn't make it easy. See, um, when I was growing up, uh, I spent a lot, a lot of time at my grandparents'. I have had a mom and dad. My dad's passed on, but my mom's still here. And I know they love me, and I love them. And it's not that grandma was taking the place of my mother, but she taught me a lot. Even if she wasn't outright trying to teach me a lesson, per se, I learned a lot from her. Now, she used to sew, and she would make some of the most wonderful things. I got all kinds of quilts and little stuffed animals and things like that. And, you know, if I had a stuffed animal that got tore or something, she would patch it up. And I remember putting patches on my jeans when I get holes in the knees. She bandaged me up when I had my little cuts and scrapes, and she put other little, you know, like the campophonique, if you, anybody remembers that. Um, she'd put that on my little bug bites and stuff. And I remember when I would get like a cold or something like that, she used to rub Vicks Vapor rug, rub on my chest. And then it got to where I thought that that was what I was supposed to get before I went to bed. So... She used to do that for me. She'd rub it on my chest, even if I didn't need it. I, I got I got the Vicks Vapor Rub. And I always felt safe there. Uh, I always felt very loved there. Grandma got up early every morning, and she made us breakfast. My favorite breakfast was the pan sausage with biscuits and gravy. <laughs> and of course, like clockwork. Lunch would be on the table. Supper would be on the table. Um, she, she cooked. She cleaned. Uh, my grandfather, back, I believe it was in 1965, he was in an accident in his job, broke his back, and was basically paralyzed from the waist down. You know, um, don't mean to sound gross, but he had, you know, he had to wear a catheter, things like that didn't have the feelings in his legs. I still remember he'd always have a cat 
and the cats would get in his lap and they would claw his leg and he didn't feel it. I mean, he'd get scratched up, whatever, but he, he didn't feel it. And somebody in his condition, I would have guessed would never been able to walk again, but he taught himself how to walk, but there were still things that grandpa couldn't do, even though he tried, but grandma was always there. She helped clean him up. She kept, she made sure that he got all of his medications and, you know, when he needed to drink his water, he got his water. If he wanted coffee in the afternoon, he got coffee in the afternoon as well as at breakfast. Uh, she did everything for him. She did everything for us kids. I, didn't, I mean, being that I was there the most, I got most of the loving. She would sometimes sit in the window thinking I didn't know she was there, but she'd watch me shoot baskets in the driveway because grandpa put up a, a basketball hoop for me. And I, when I was there, I liked to play my country music. I didn't want to bombard them with my heavy metal and rock and roll. So, um, but it was stuff like, you know, Hank Williams Jr., what have you. And I knew all those songs by heart. So I'd be out there shooting baskets and I'd be singing. So I'd come in and grandma would tell me, I heard you out there singing. She says, you sing so beautifully. Of course, grandma's going to tell you that. I, I don't think I can carry a tune in a bucket, but still, she was my biggest cheerleader. She always encouraged me to get good grades and to always learn. I mean, she was read to me. She'd help me do math. Um, you know, I learned a lot of stuff and I, I wouldn't have gotten as far in school as I did. I think if it hadn't been for my grandmother, you know, I'd sit here and I'll tell you stories about grandpa too, but this is all about grandma right now. And, um, they were looking for somebody to conduct the funeral and, uh, little known fact about 25 years ago, I believe I'm older than you think I am, but anyway, about 25 years ago, I, I had been preaching and then I had a falling out, kind of lost my way. And I got away from the preaching over, over the last seven years. I mean, I hadn't really been preaching, but, um, I have been doing funeral. I mean, uh, weddings. And I haven't done a funeral yet, but I went ahead and I volunteered to do the funeral. And I've noticed that a lot of uh, those emotions and ideas that I used to get before I'd preach, they started coming back. So I have a message that I am going to preach at the funeral. And I think it's something that grandma would want me to talk about. I'm not going to do the sermon here. But I wrote down some stuff that I wanted to share with everyone. This was my grandma. And I, this is from my perspective. I'm not going to pretend to see the perspective from you know, my cousins or my aunts, uncles, great aunts, great uncles, any other part of the family or any other friends. This is my perspective. This is what grandma was to me. 
I hope you'll take the time to listen because it's, I feel like I need to get this out and I want everyone to know who my grandma was. This is very short and I, I hope that this conveys the message. Now let me get on with it because um, I could sit here and I could ramble all day long, but I'm gonna have to put my cheaters on. Where did I put them? I'll put my glasses. Gotta edit that out. Okay. What is a grandma to me? First off, she was very small in stature, but she took on a large burden that you'd expect, I guess, bigger people to take on. Her size didn't matter. She had a huge heart and she had a lot of spirit to her. But grandma is a mother. She's a mother when your mom is not in, in that immediate area. And she loves you just as much, if not more, and takes care of you just the same. Grandma is a seamstress who makes you blankets, mends your clothes, makes you a Batman cape when you want to be a superhero. Mind you, she got me a Batman towel. She used to take a safety pin and put it around my, my neck so I would be Batman. She kept that towel for all those years. The thing's almost 50 years old. She kept it, and I still have it. Grandma is a chef. She cooks. She cooks you fried chicken mashed potatoes and biscuits and gravy she makes you pies and cakes and all those goodies she likes to fatten you up grandma's a disciplinarian she can hurt you with a disappointed look more than with a paddle or a leather strap believe me i'd rather got the paddling the whooping i mean take a, a limb off the tree and whoop me with it for her to look at me disappointed because that broke my heart. Grandma is a teacher. She teaches you not only academics like reading and math and arithmetic, but life lessons as well. Grandma is a doctor. She puts on monkey blood and band-aids when you get cuts and scrapes. Puts camp open when you get bug bites and rubs fix on your chest so you can breathe easier. Grandma is a caregiver. He took care of your mother first, took care of you, and even took care of my kids. She took care of a husband that had a disabling injury did this for decades and never once did I ever hear a complaint. Grandma stole your heart. It is your heart. 
she saw so many good times and bad times for almost for over nine decades. Grandma was all these things and more, much more. I wish you could know who my grandma was. I wish you had met her. She had such a loving heart. You know, my, my grandparents, they, they grew up during times of depression, war. Then they seen World War II, Korean War, Vietnam War, Gulf War, all this other stuff that's going on. They went through some hard times. And I used to wonder, why does grandma save all these things? I mean, aluminum tins that Popeyes came in. She used them for all kinds of things. She used to save plastic containers. I mean, you look in the refrigerator and you had to look underneath every one of these lids of Cool Whip to see what was really in it. She never wasted food. She'd make these great big meals and then she would cook the leftovers or she'd find a way to make something else out of them. Every holiday she cooked, she cooked the turkeys and all the trimmings. Christmas would be like hams and she'd made corn pies and chocolate pies, apple pies. I mean, you name it, she cooked it. And she cooked for all of us. And every holiday we were there, I never missed a holiday. All these years, I was always there for holiday. Even when I moved off here to Austin, we still would go down for the holidays. And I worry. And now they're gone. Is my family going to not get together like they used to because grandma's not there anymore. Only time grandma ever upset me was when she would stare at me with that disappointing look instead of whooping my butt because I'd have much rather had the butt whooping. She upset me when she got sick because that wasn't my grandma anymore. I mean, it was my grandma, but that was not that strong woman that I was used to. She upset me when she passed. I'm, I'm selfish. I was hoping that I was going to pass first because I, I couldn't handle it. Did I'm trying my best. I have cried for the last few days. The first time I heard, I guess it was such a shock. And then took a couple of days for it to sink in. Because the family's trying to get people from out of state to come here. They all decided they were going to wait until this Friday. So we're going to make the trip. And I'm going to do my best to get up and I'm going to preach. And I'm going to say all those things about grandma that I don't need to say. Now, forgive me for shedding a few tears, but these things, it really hurts me. Because I'm selfish, I want my grandma back. I want to be a little kid again. 
I want to be there when she would sit and read to me or sit there and watch Sesame Street with me and all these other things. And I was watch, watch cartoons in the afternoon. She'd bring me little snacks. When I'd have a great report card, she used to buy me all kinds of silly things. And one year she bought me comic books. I miss you, Grandma. I love you, Grandma. I'm sorry I'm selfish. I know you wanted to be with Grandpa. And I know you didn't want to hurt anymore. I'll see you again one day. Give me. If you endured this and you listened all the way through, her name was Florence Bernice Compton. One of the greatest women I've ever known in my life. Anyway, I'm going to end it there. Take care. God bless and peace.